This is the Northwestern Medicine Podcast on COVID-19. The podcast is dated March 23rd, 2020. Welcome. This is Better Edge, a Northwestern Medicine Podcast for Physicians. I'm Melanie Cole, and joining me today is Dr. Leon Platanius. He's director of the Robert H. Lurie Comprehensive Cancer Center of Northwestern University. Today we're talking about how the Lurie Cancer Center is evolving to treat cancer patients during the coronavirus disease 2019 pandemic, also known as COVID-19. Doctor, I'm so glad to have you join us today. These are unprecedented times for medical care across the board, but for cancer patients, this can be an especially difficult time to navigate. Can you tell us how the Lurie Cancer Center has evolved to provide care for your patients while keeping them safe? Tell us how you're handling both routine office visits, telemedicine, personal protective equipment, screening, that sort of thing. And how is this virus affecting cancer patients? What do we know thus far? These are very stressful times for everyone. And you can only imagine how it is for cancer patients that who, who have to deal with cancer at the same time. So it is very challenging. And we have uh, adapted to the situation. We have developed... Um, uh, new approaches to make sure we minimize the risk of for our patients, for our cancer patients, and to and, and we have developed ways so they can uh, feel safe to come and get their treatment. So one thing that is very important and we try to do is not to bring people unnecessary to the hospital. Because, as you know, um, COVID-19 patients also come to the hospital, and there is always a risk for transmission by going to any hospital. Uh, And this is especially important for some of our cancer patients who are very immunocompromised, who are getting chemotherapy uh, or other treatments, uh, bone marrow transplants, where their immune system is very weak and makes them very vulnerable to uh, covid so uh, we have developed proactively. We we have we are being proactive and have in place uh, new procedures to specifically address COVID-19 issues. As an example, when we have patients calling for an appointment, uh, we screen them for fever, cough, and/or recent international travel. Depending on the answers to the screening questions, we triage them to a COVID-19 nurse hotline that we have, or we schedule them for a visit with instructions to wear a mask and take other precautions if necessary. We have also established a COVID-19 response team that is activated if any patient arrives after failing the screening questions. In this case, we try to, with the patient and their companions are given masks and brought to a negative airflow room for assessment. And we work very closely with the Northwestern Medicine Infection Prevention Team on these measures. Now, one important thing we do, I mentioned we try to minimize exposure of patients, uh, we have maximized the telemedicine capabilities. Uh, we have uh, changed many appointments that involve the patient coming to the Lurie Cancer Center uh, to be either a phone call or a face-to-face um, uh, telemedicine call and uh, we can we can handle a lot of things uh, like that. 
Uh, we also have a website uh, dedicated to, to COVID-19 info that is available for our patients and many other things in place. Well, that is certainly comprehensive and doctor for critical cancer treatments that can't be delayed. Can and should they be continuing with their regimen treatments, chemo, radiation, infusions? Tell us a little bit about what you're telling them to keep themselves safe so they can continue those critical treatments. Again, cancer is a bad disease and we need to deal with this. So although the risk from COVID-19 is high for everyone, we should not let the fear for COVID-19 prevent life-saving cancer treatments. So we, we, what we try to do is essentially uh, have a very sterile environment as much as we can in the cancer center for patients who need to get treated, meaning uh, minimizing exposure, cleaning um, uh, surfaces, uh, you know, personal protective equipment for our, for our doctors, screening patients. And most importantly is what I mentioned, minimizing all, tra- all unnecessary traffic in the cancer center, bringing people only who need the treatment. By doing so, we decrease their exposure because other people who don't need to be there, we handle them by telemedicine. So for patients who need to get their treatment, we continue to do so. For other ones that are regular follow-ups or things can be done remotely, we do it remotely. Doctor, one thing that I think is so important is aside from the physical health of cancer patients and survivors, there's a concern across the board of our mental health during isolation, during the stress. For cancer patients, the stress of it recurring, all of these things, plus now isolation. How are you advising your patients and what would you like other providers to know about advising their cancer patients with the stress that we're all under? Yes. So uh, we obviously need to maintain mental health and we have various uh, support uh, mechanisms for that. Now we have to keep uh, something in mind. We have this uh, concept of social distancing, right, to protect patients and everyone pretty much. That we need people to avoid having contact, especially cancer patients, with, you know, as much as possible. And when they do so, to keep a distance of six feet. But in the era we live right now in the electronics and all that stuff, we can also distance socially. So the idea is that, you know, although patients may be uh, isolated without the direct physical contact, they can use um, various uh, uh, media to reestablish contacts with friends, uh, talk with friends via telephone or video. And we try to encourage that there, are, there, are, there is a social support team that we have. There is also, uh, we have other organizations. There is a cancer support community uh, which uh, includes Gilda's Club uh, and we work with them. And they have staff answering their hotline uh, for people who have stress or they want to talk to someone uh, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and over the weekend from 9 to 5 p.m. for patients in need. There is also another partner, uh, which is uh, of Northwestern Medicine, living well in the West region, 
that um, they also provide, um, they have online and telephone presence. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, that they don't have as much online and telephone presence, but they have Facebook page and, um, and, a, and a website where they provide support. And uh, we have, finally, we have our own uh, supportive oncology program in the cancer center that is fully staffed and up and running in the event that people need help uh, in the interim before our normal operations uh, are restored. So we have staff on site and all of the staff uh, who are working from home are available every weekday to answer phone calls, my chart messages, emails for patients in need. Uh, our psychologists and psychiatry staff uh, are seeing all patients via telephone or video link these days, and they are also available. So we have um, uh, many uh, mechanisms in place to do exactly that. Such an important aspect of everything that we're seeing. Now, along the lines of healthcare providers, they're at high risk for exposure, especially with a worldwide shortage in personal protective equipment. Doctor, tell us about how your team is working to mitigate that risk for exposure and what protocols you have in place in the event that someone on your team is exposed or tests positive. Yeah, so we work very closely with uh, the Northwestern Medicine Supply Team uh, to make sure that uh, all our healthcare water workers have all the personal protective equipment that they need and they are well protected. So now, uh, if there is uh, a potential exposure of a healthcare worker to COVID-19, there are several steps that we take. Uh, If a patient is confirmed as having a COVID-19 infection, all potentially exposed staff are assessed for risk of exposure and then we, you know, there is a work determination based on that risk, whether they should isolate or so on. So all, all, all staff with possible exposure uh, are enrolled in a temperature and symptom, uh, symptoms monitoring twice a day for 14 days after the last day of exposure. The risk of exposure and the way we define if they should go on isolation or, uh, you know, just uh, go on the, uh, the monitoring uh, process uh, depends on the amount of contact with the patient and the type of uh, the personal protective equipment worn at that time. Now, uh, the CDC offers specific uh, guidelines or next steps for healthcare personnel who may have been exposed and um, uh, and there is a whole process. Some of them will need uh, testing for uh, COVID-19. Uh, so there is a whole uh, uh, algorithm that we have and a whole protocol in place of how to deal with that that is too detailed now to go through this. So as we wrap up, doctor, what would you like other providers to know about treating cancer patients during the COVID-19 pandemic, what you want them to know about the protections you've put in place and the plan that you have at Northwestern Medicine? First of all, I have some uh, some um, uh, advice uh, for our cancer patients. Uh, and these are to strictly avoid contact with anyone who, who displays symptoms that could be coronavirus, like high temperature or cough or symptoms like that. 
do not leave your house. That's the most important thing. Do not go out of your house unless you absolutely have to. Do not attend any gatherings, no friends, families. Minimize any social contact as much as possible. Avoid going out to shop or travel. Uh, It's better to have deliveries for food and medication when possible instead of going out. And keep using technology as phone, internet, and social media uh, to stay in touch. For our doctors and the healthcare personnel, we are very grateful for their commitment and uh, their efforts, and they have to stay safe. Them staying safe means our patients stay safe. So they are very well trained and prepared to deal with that, and we're going to keep updating our recommendations Um, every day that goes by as needed. Thank you so much, Doctor, for joining us today and sharing your expertise. It's such an important topic for cancer patients, survivors, and providers to hear what Northwestern Medicine is doing to keep them safe. Thank you again for joining us. And that concludes this episode of Better Edge, a Northwestern Medicine podcast for physicians. To refer your patient or for more information on how Northwestern Medicine is evolving to treat patients during COVID-19 pandemic, please visit our website at nm.org to get connected with one of our providers. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Northwestern Medicine podcasts. I'm Melanie Cole.